0: No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.
1: Welcome one and all to the Back at Preview Podcast. I'm your host Terence Ford. And for the last time for an eternity, we're bringing you a preview podcast. Um, I've got Albert and Heskiff in tow. And I'm um, very thirsty, so first First things up, I want to get straight into this.
0: Damn, I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? I'm going to leave you three to it, man.
1: I'm holding up my beer to the camera for the guys to see here. It's Um, working very well for an audio podcast. What does it look like to you guys? (sighs) Uh, This is is the problem.
2: You've (laughs) You've killed the format because you've held it up and it looks so fucking rank. (laughs) <laughs> that neither me nor Sam could muster any words. It's and, Rubicon. And, and Is it?
3: Is it a Rubicon? No, no it's not. Uh,
1: it's I've dipped back into the tiny rebel birthday box. And it's called Home Sweet Home. And I I think you can pretty much tell what it is from this. It's carrot.
2: Oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> <That> what? <laughs>
1: Carrot, apple, and mandarin sour. Mate. So, so... <laughs> um, Hang on, I'm going to try it. well it just smells like pure sugar. Hang on. Mm.
2: How strong mm. is it? Um, I think it's like sours are usually around six, something like that. Oh, okay, so it would help you see in the dark with all the carrot juice, but <laughs> you'd also, you, but you won't be able to focus.
1: Yeah, I'll be able to see double in the dark. here. Uh, it's five point eight percent, so um, I should be all right tonight. It's been very cold. I had it in the
2: freezer. It's lovely.
1: Mm.
2: Well, who doesn't keep their carrot fucking beer in the freezer? You're an idiot if you don't. Shame where I keep mine. where I keep mine in the fucking bin. <laughs>
1: um, which. Is where your beer is already gone, are you finished it?
2: I've, I've nearly just thrown it across the room in anger at your beer. <laughs> I, I'm drinking a Peroni, no carrot or sour or mandarin or fucking spirulina or whatever else is you got in yours. <laughs> um,
1: Heskiff, we won't get, we won't even ask
3: because it's fizzy water at best. So, well, it is uh, fizzy water. However, yeah. before we recorded. I was drinking a CBD-infused
2: uh, peach and ginger. So there you go. Oh, does that mean you might not predict a loss? It definitely doesn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, you could, have t- you could have said you were drinking, I don't know, a fucking blended-up cat or something, and you wouldn't have been the, the weird yeah, one. that's You'd the thing. Been, the only, oh, yeah, 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 cool, nice, yeah, nice. Blended-up cat sounds all right yeah, compared to but the no, fucking... Carrot beer.
3: Normally, I wouldn't say I'm drinking a ginger and peach sparkling CBD drink, but I felt completely safe after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you were emboldened. Yeah. Exactly. You Open mistakenly doll, believed this was a in. safe space. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, A bit like my house this morning, which um, I feel like isn't a safe space anymore after. um, Today is the nine nine-year anniversary of me and my wife meeting. Um, so I got up early, um, had a card ready and I made her a favorite breakfast, which is blueberry pancakes. So she literally came out of bed to blueberry pancakes. She was like, what's, what's going on here? (laughs) I was like, well, it's our, it's our anniversary, darling.
2: When you first met, that's a bit that, I mean, I don't celebrate that one. Do you celebrate that? Not, not when you and Linda first met. I'm talking about the first time I met Joe. (laughs) Do you do do that one, Eskev? Well, we got married on the same day as we met. Met? Fucking hell,
3: you didn't mess around. No, we, we 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 didn't meet <laughs> on one day and get married, obviously. Um, but I'm, take, I'm taking a leaf out of my parents' book. They got married on my dad's birthday, and my mum was like, "He can't forget it now." So, hmm. okay, wow. I just, oh, all right. Unfortunately, yes, I do. I do remember.
1: But I feel like the man remembering the anniversary and the woman not is very 2022 you know how did you meet um ok cupid it was a dating app where it was quite interesting you had to answer random questions like and you could (laughs) do you drink carrot beer no um (laughs) it was things like you know do you fold or crumple toilet paper when you wipe um things like that you know Random questions.
2: What's toilet paper? What you- <laughs>
1: <laughs> how do you crumple your hand? Yeah. But, um, yeah, just a bunch of silly questions mixed in with a bunch of serious ones. And then it, like, some algorithm, I guess, ranked you and gave you a score that how compatible they think you'd be. Sorry, you said, just um, check,
2: you said ranks you. It ranks you.
1: Yes. All oh, yes. right, fine.
2: i to, to, to sign up then.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so um, met on that met on old the corner of uh, old street roundabout um, and i always say it was quite the contrast of seeing her beautiful face walking towards me with the stench of piss in my nostrils
2: <laughs> which you've probably got now haven't you drinking <laughs> man it's nice to see you you know you're trying to recreate the whole experience
1: <laughs> mm. so but it's not all good news today because Brighton away has been postponed, um, which Heskiff was spitting feathers about just before we started recording. I told him to save it for the pod. And this is, what, around collecting tickets for the game?
3: Yeah, I uh, I, I bought tickets for me and you, and I don't right. really trust.
1: Just, just for the record, I gave him the money. Heskiff is not like my sugar daddy or something
3: like that. I'm definitely, I'm nobody for <laughs> the that's, that's for sure. Um, but I, I did, uh, I bought them to collect from the box office because I only live like a couple of stops on the train. So I emailed them today sort of going, I know it's been postponed, but I still need to collect my tickets. Can I do it, please? Are they available? And then I got a reply about two minutes later saying, uh, and I can read it out to you because I've got it here. What, were, you gonna go, were you going to go there at 10.25 this morning on your lunch? <laughs> uh, listen, we have very fluid lunch hours. Right? <laughs> uh, the email said, hi, uh, hi, Sam, thanks for your email. Unfortunately, due to the postponement from the Premier League, we cannot process a refund for any specifics for this game. I don't really know what that means, but I have never replied to an email so quickly saying, do not refund me anything. I just want my fucking tickets.
1: Yes. Um <laughs>
3: did you get a response uh i did get a response later saying you can collect them
2: (laughs) why why do you need them today
3: i don't need them today i was just because i we got an email or i got an email from palace saying they're not available before the brentford game we'll let you know when they are and obviously that was a week ago so i was like are they available because i want them and then they re- replied about refunding me, which I've or not refunded me.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> um, um So I, I think we've still got tickets, Terence, but we'll we'll find out at some point.
1: But yeah, it's a re review surprise that the game has been postponed because you know I know there's industrial action, there's train strikes and whatever, but you know. Albert, there's train strikes on Boxing Day. We've got Fulham at home on Boxing Day. Not train strikes, sorry. There's just no trains on Boxing Day. But that fixture goes ahead every year. So what's so special about
2: this one? Uh, they've bottled it. <laughs> oh, a manager's leaving. What fixtures have we got coming up? Oh, postpone them. Yeah, that's the, only, uh, that's the only reason I can think of. It is the the rail
3: strike action has been in place for ages. Like that's not it's not like they've just said we're going on strike next Saturday, and it's a week away. That's we've known about that for ages. In fact, I've been trying to butter up Dr to drive us to the game. So I've been doing that for a while. Um, but yeah, and it, it, I I read the. um The statement and it it is definitely you know they said Brighton were the ones who who wanted the postponement and Palace have sort of gone along with it I'm assuming it's they're going to say it's police advice but I don't know it's three o'clock on a Saturday like if your stadium is not capable of hosting a game at three o'clock on a Saturday then you should be docked 10 points (laughs) (laughs) and your manager should be shipped off (laughs) yeah
1: exactly Um, Upgraded to everyone's first team that supports Brighton, I guess. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They'll
2: give him a warm Uh, welcome, I'm sure.
1: I mean, it's actually saved me a headache because, as I said, I was driving back from Cornwall that day back to London and then back out for the game. So it's actually saved me a bit of a headache. But there we go. Bring on the Tuesday night rearrangement in like
3: February or something like (laughs) that.
2: I was going to say it's going to get punted to like beyond the World Cup, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I don't think there's going to be many other options for it. Mm, I don't know.
1: Right, Heskiff, this is you, the Peter right. Char- the Peter He's been talking about Dougie Friedman on his podcast.
3: Yeah, there was um, something came out. I think it was the South London Press um, put something out today. Where the Peterborough chairman had been talking about Ronnie Edwards, which still makes me think of Ronnie Pickering. So, um, but basically, that the Peterborough the, chairman. You know I am.
1: Do you know I am. Uh,
3: the Peterborough chairman said that he spoke to two clubs. I think on deadline day, and one of them um, was from a club that said we're trying to get in before the big boys, and we've got some money left. Um, this is what we can offer you. And I think the chair, the people chairman says, said it was like, Oh, it was a director of a football club. We know, you know, we like him or we know him well or something. And it's like, it's definitely for Um, and apparently here we are, I've got the quote here. Apparently this director of football said to Barry Fry, I know the player's worth double and I'd pay it. But at the end of the day, I work for these people. um, so basically, yeah, he was just like Palace tried to get in before. I think the other team, who weren't mentioned in this but have been reported, was Chelsea, and he was basically like, yeah, the big club just wanted him for the reserve team or the under twenty one team, whereas Palace wanted him to sort of develop, and and Peterborough basically wanted him back on loan for the rest of the season, uh, and it sounds like we might go back in for it, it for that for that deal in January. Um, but yeah, 19 years old, centre-half, I think, years, he he's supposed to be really good. And by all accounts, we offered 4 million up front and 4 million in Adams or something, which ain't bad for, I think, they're in the third division. So it mm-hmm. might be another one to revisit in January. But Fr- Friedman has come out sounding, you know, like a good guy, which we all know he is. And hopefully he can get that deal done. Hmm. Yeah, I think
1: um, it was alluding to basically Chelsea wanting to throw him in their under-21s and not loan him back. So they were yeah. never really within a shout. And I still think it needs to be crazy to go to Chelsea at the moment. Uh, we were very prophetic on our f- first preview pod of the season, <laughs> talking about Tuchel already being sacked by now. Um, so that's one tick in the box for us getting a, a prediction right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go there at the moment. Uh, But hopefully we can go back in January and uh, get him in some shape or form. Um, And he probably wouldn't go into our youth team, but our youth team is certainly flying at the moment. uh, John Kiyami Gordon just smashing goal, was left, right and centre, including down in Swindon 2-0 was Mm -hmm. um, last week. Um, Then came straight back and scored a hat-trick. So Academy appears to be doing what it... Well, set out to do um, excellent stuff. Really, really exciting times there. And of course, someone who come from the academy, wilfred Zaha Albert, is nominated for PFA Fans Player of the Month after he's um, four goals in five appearances at the start of the season. What's his chances?
2: Well, all of his goals were better than all of Haaland's goals. So that's that's the only metric I'm looking at. So as far as I'm concerned, he's a shoo None of these tap-ins from fucking two yards. It's, they're bangers. So Didn't give it Zaha to Didn't score
1: a tap-in from two yards after missing a penalty?
2: I, I'm not talking about that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, his goal against Brentford has won Crystal Palace's goal of the month for
2: August. Beautiful. Show, beautiful. Me, a, show me a better goal. Show me a better goal in August.
3: Were, were all of the goal nominations just Wilf? <laughs> like all what? all of his goals well other than the tapping all of his goals are brilliant so wouldn't be surprised if it was choose your favourite
1: Wilf goal well they mix it up now don't they so they throw in some youth team goals they throw in some goals from the women's team yep. as well um, but yeah two two of wilfs are on there um, his one against Liverpool was on there as well which I don't know I think there's arguments for that being a better goal than the one against Brentford in so many different ways. However, the Brentford, nah, the on. Brentford, the Brentford goal should be goal of the month. Absolutely. But I do love that goal against Liverpool. Was Mateta's goal on there? Yes, it was.
2: Yeah. A, you know, it's quite a nice move. move for that one. That was a great
3: goal. Yeah.
2: I like We
1: the
3: just score bangers. We just score mm. bangers. That's it now.
2: Apart from two now. yard rebound from penalties.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did that to troll the goalkeeper. I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that counts. Um, undoubtedly,
1: we'll f- will likely bring home our player of the month as well. Has that been announced yet? Can't remember. Uh, he
3: he, he, uh, he did win player of the month. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was wondering if um, you know, it, it could there could have been some other candidates for it, and I was wondering if you know potentially uh, my boy Joachim Anderson would would would
2: pick it up. No, he he oh. won. He won. He won play, Player of the Month with an A. Player of the Month.
1: Um, yeah, just plenty more shots of him being ridiculously good-looking coming up. But no, he he obviously had a decent month. Um,
2: no, well, he ruined it by turning up as that looking like in that weird scrumpy Jack farmer's costume. <laughs> he undid all, all that. It, he undid all that good work from that GQ espresso picture to turning up like fucking one of the Wurzels.
3: Scandies, get away with it, mate. Come on. Not no, on he, that occasion. Um.
2: Terrence is looking what is welling up here that I'm putting, putting the boot in on his boy.
1: Uh, it, was, it was nice seeing him, him in clothes that I could see myself wearing as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? You, that, those specific ones, you're going to take them off him? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Give me those. And all, and also his skin. I'm going to wear his skin. No. I'm pretty sure there's not a film the like that
2: one called Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. Uh,
1: um yeah, so Wilf <laughs> Wolf Zaha up for PFA fans player of the month and obviously Palace's player of the month. Um in the Newcastle game which we drew 0-0. Uh, a bit of a resurgence from Vicente Guaita, Heskiff, uh, mm. plenty of yeah. saves. And it feels like plenty, not just saves either, like quality saves, incredible yeah. stops, particularly from the header and the one late on down at the near post. Um, a lot of people had written him off. I, loads of conversations going on around me at games saying that Johnston will be in by the World Cup break. Um, he's... Uh, come, come. Surging back
3: into the forefront of everyone's minds. Yeah. I don't I don't think he'd been bad, uh, greater, but maybe wasn't making as many of the like super saves that we are used to him making. Um but I think yeah, against Newcastle, the one on one against Isak was a great save. Uh the one from the header, like you say, was brilliant, and then the follow up sort of hook from DeCore for line was unbelievable. <laughs> Um, and the save down low right at the end, I honestly thought was in. So that was that was a superb save. And yeah, I think he's maybe not been as sort of obviously make, making obviously big saves this season, but he certainly made up for that against Newcastle. Um, I think he was he was very very good. And there is no goalkeeper in the league that's better at time wasting. So mm. an extra bonus point for that. Yeah, but. He comes from good
1: time-wasting stock at Crystal Palace. He's followed on from Julian Cerrone. who was also (laughs) a bit of a master at it. Um, Does it frustrate your time-wasting, Albert? Or is it more don't go a goal behind at home or don't, dominate so much that we need to time waste <laughs> although saying that it's just such a weird game that game it felt like we were under the cosh but you look at the stats it's like we had that many shots on target
2: ridiculous i know i can only name two of them like later on when i was thinking about it i might have had a few beers uh just what does which time wasting our time wasting or time wasting in general uh our particular specifically our time wasting no i like ours ours oh, is very good everybody else's though can fuck off <laughs>
1: I've got I've got an overtime wasting. It used to be something that really impacts me and really upset me, and I'd scream myself hoarse at games when it would happen. Not in not for Palace, <laughs> and yeah, now I just it just like I say if we're one nil down at home, it's our own fault. Like don't go one nil down at home. Quite quite simple. It's part of the game. Just deal with it. Fair enough. It's good team talk. That just stop <laughs> yeah, letting goals in. Your fault. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't concede at home. Well, which you know we've done a fair job of doing in 2022. Um, five clean we'll sheets you, in a row at home or
2: something. can we'll get Jurgen Klopp saying that. <laughs> Go on, Napoli. Go be on. Abelie. Everyone be everyone else's fault. Mm. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the grass is too long. The grass is too short. The grass is too dry. The grass is too wet. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. So at the t- just yeah, it's, um, a sound, Heskiff's alluded to at the time of recording this, Liverpool were getting dicked four-one by Napoli, and you know it's hard to watch. It's not. It's yeah. fucking wicked. Yeah,
1: you categorically love to see it.
2: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs>
1: um And we might need. I might need to break out that romantic jingle for Heskiff talking about Shake Decoré, who uh-huh. you talked about the hook off the line already, but you're continuing to be very excited about his early start. He's
3: so good. He's just (laughs) so good at football. Like when he he
1: signed from France, ooh ooh, la la.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Like, I think we all thought he'd be good. Obviously the build up to us signing him was all about, all of his great metrics and all the stats and all that sort of thing. And it's the sort of player we want and we've spent X amount of money on him. And he was Friedman's number one target. So I think the expectation was probably there. But he doesn't play in like a very sexy position. So maybe people are going to be a bit underwhelmed. But just every single game, I'm like, he's just really fucking good. He's good at tackling. He's good at knowing when to pass, when to run with it. His actual passing is brilliant. He just... Oh, I just think he's wicked. I think he's... If it weren't for Wilf, I think he'd be a for Player of the Year. And I'm saying that after, like, six games. But so, if, so you if, like if, him. If, if, you do I like do him. like him. And here comes the massive downturn in form after i said that now. Shaking so sorry if that happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't see how that happens. He's... A few people had written him off after the Arsenal game. Um, you know, the first few games as well, he looks like it was clear he was lacking. Now, it was clear that he was lacking fitness, you know, cramping up at the end of games or after 75 minutes and whatever. But it's clear now that he's he's up to speed. And yeah, um, we could, you know, as Carl said on the pod when he was on a couple of weeks ago, we couldn't believe that we'd got him. And yeah, I can see why they're thinking that because he is, yeah, quality, quality player. And again, I feel like I say this a lot. It's like it's, you see in a couple of years, someone big coming in for him and taking him off our hands. But I don't know if we keep adding those sort of players to the squad, and all of a sudden we've got him in every position. Could be up there doing a Leicester or something, you know? So <laughs> just a scoff in disgust. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do if that
3: happened. Collapse probably.
1: Mm. But yes, so decent result in the end at Newcastle. I thought. Um, if you want to hear more on that game, uh, go and listen to the match report, which I believe was hosted by Dr. This week hosting the podcast. Is mm-hmm. mm. anyone saying How did it go? Well, he's, he, he went to didn't he? Was he in Dubai? I think he went. He was to in, Dubai. He, he was on the BBC today. Oh, was he? Medium, quick, media Watch. Media Watch. Do the yeah, Media, oh, yeah, media yeah. Watch. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. What did he do? Careful, I think. This one might be loud. is uh, uh. So, DR Kernaz, YouTube sensation. Sensation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pay us to say that. Yeah.
1: The, Not yet. Back of the nest, very own Turkish delight is was on the BBC. What was he doing?
3: He he was interviewed for the BBC. I'm I'm showing the guys a picture of DR on the steps in front of the porter cabin, which is mm. not quite as glamorous as it sounds. Uh being interviewed by the BBC. But he's wearing that bloody third shirt that he wears all the time. By the home shirt. You, he, by the third by third shirt, I mean last year's Blackburn Rovers one.
2: You mean the, the 18 the no. Two, whatever it is yeah, gets yeah, early, 18, it? 18 whatever yeah, yeah. Um, 18 18 uh, BC exactly <laughs> just, just, in case, just in case there's any bloody doubt that we are the oldest team in the fucking world um, <laughs> so I can't I can't
3: tell you what DR was talking about in the BBC maybe he was talking about being the oldest team in the world uh, but, but he was on the beat or he will be on the BBC check the match socials of the day
2: match of the day two he'll be on is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. Did he say that in the chat? Someone said it. I don't know if it's I've, I've just come out and blur, but th- someone definitely said it. I'm assuming that's what it's for.
3: Great. DR. I that.
1: Yeah. I do. Pay children in need. <laughs> Brilliant. Good work. Good work, the art. Keep doing what you're doing, son.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. dot um,
1: Right, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Man United, and we're gonna start this week with.
0: Oh my God, that is like so CPFC.
2: It's a good jingle? <laughs> God, we've had
1: our stats in from C V S C on Twitter. Um, Heskiff, some good ones in here, mate. Oh, God, go on. Palace have never won consecutive fixtures against United. That's a good the one. Nine, I like that. The nine, the nine wins have been followed by three draws and six defeats. Yeah, so close I mean, in that's... recent years to doing the double over them. So close think it will happen uh no (laughs) (laughs) next next okay palace have only ever lost once on 9-11 or or september the 11th as other people call it and that was against Uh, may united in 1971 (laughs) Um, that to clarify that is at home so whenever we've played at home on september the 11th we've never lost except from that one occasion in 1971 Weird how these stats occur. A um, like Zaha but,
3: uh typical.
1: That's good, isn't it?
2: That's good, isn't it? That's a good one.
3: Sure, I mean I wasn't alive, so that that's that's good.
2: Yeah, but there's a there's a there's a trend to, to buck there, albeit a one game trend. Does that give you any hope? Uh, no. No, right. Next one. No. Um, a Zaha goal would see him level Ian Wright.
1: As Palace's leading scorer against United, right current right currently right finished on four. Wilf <laughs> Wilfizaha has three.
2: Uh, he's going to score. Good. <sighs> Did you hear that? His voice cracked halfway. score. <laughs> oh.
3: it's, it's it's only Wilf that would allow me to say that. Anyone else, I wouldn't have it. But Wilf, I reckon he'll score.
2: Who's the next nearest? Jordan are you?
3: Um <laughs> Level with PVA.
2: PVA um, scored I'm,
3: twice against him.
1: He has scored twice against them, so he'll
3: he'll be it, it's next. probably PVA. Brilliant.
2: I t- if if he scores against them on, on Sunday, I'll be well fucking impressed. <laughs> I mean there's our <laughs> position and then there's in another country yeah, in a game that, that you're not meant to be playing in.
3: That is a long range effort if he scores.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Um I'm trying to think if anyone else has got a couple against him. Who Town Ta- Townsend scored in the 3 1 there? Uh yeah, Townsend's got two. He scored in the game that we Threw away the three two. Did he score in that when we were two to up? Yeah, I think so. Sounds familiar. Was, was that was that him and PVA? Yeah, I feel I'm seeing a cutback and him sort of like slotting it home. Mm. Mm. Although maybe that was Arsenal that I'm thinking of. I don't know. Who knows? Um, finally, Palace may United the famous five nil was happening. At the same time as the Apollo 17 mission, so hopefully Artemis will get up and running by Sunday.
2: <laughs> space. Space. What, are you what shaking your head at the 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 space launch or the prospect of us scoring five against United? Uh, yes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean. Yeah, I don't know anything about space. Other than so our lo- defenders leave lots of it at the far post.
2: There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of it, particularly <laughs> there is a lot of it, yeah. Particularly our defensive third. Um well that was good stats. Yeah,
1: so thank you. That's on Twitter, go to at so S O C P F C. And um there'll be more oh God, of the like same so in about three weeks when we next
3: have a podcast and have a match. Albert, do you get paid every time we play that jingle?
2: Why? Why would I?
3: Because Billiam Billiam used to. The overdub king. First time I've
2: heard it. Did he do that one for us? Oh, oh, right. Got it. uh, Can Can I just tell you, actually full disclosure huh, clanger that is me uh doing that jingle and when i sent when i recorded it through the little app that does the stupid voice and sent it to you i actually sent it to the wrong group
1: <laughs> <laughs> um have you had any responses to it yet
2: well i thought i'd i thought i'd been wily and t- quickly deleted it <laughs> and somebody said what was that? And I said, don't worry, it wasn't an Ian Botham, which I don't know if you know what that <laughs> is. We know about an Ian Botham because of you. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah, of course. And then, and then someone replied, someone else replied, oh, is Ian Botham not so CPFC? <laughs> and I put, I fucking hope not.
1: No. Didn't he, didn't Ian Botham play professional football? Play for Scumfork, didn't he? Not in that mm. picture, he wasn't. No. Well, he was hoping to get something
3: that's in Scunthorpe. Oh, to be fair, I was going to say it was was a photo of Big Tackle. I know that.
0: (laughs) 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 If you you, you you don't know, if you big
2: one up front.
3: (laughs) If you haven't guessed what we're talking about in this photo, don't Google it. It's Ian Botham's cock. <laughs> and
1: Hashtag what's really fun- what's really funny about it as well is that you're told that it's a picture of Ian Botham's cock and then when you look at it it's it's a picture of Ian Botham's cock.
2: Yeah, it does what it says on the tin, <laughs> Ian Botham's cock, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> oh dear. Apologies. Um we are all way too old to be giggling like school children at like that. Um, typically, we haven't got May United in the first two games of the season where they couldn't hit a barn door. Now now they're four wins in a row. Um, they're bought in Casemiro, which is basically a big piece of the puzzle for them, and Anthony as well, looking like they've got far more balance to their side. Um Ten Hag's philosophy is starting to take hold I guess so probably going to be the most difficult game we've, faced, we've had against them in years now to be honest uh, probably since Dicker tackled Ashley Young on the halfway line and the ref gave a penalty
2: <laughs> where was VAR that day
1: <laughs> It would have probably still given it Yeah, it would have been yeah. Like, he, he, he landed in the penalty area drew some lines and would have been like yeah we'll, we'll give the penalty um, and <laughs> Interesting. I saw um, someone went through all the last fifteen hundred Premier League games and looked at penalties and correlated it against touches in a game, and then done an average of touches per penalty kick. And Manchester, yeah, for each team, and Man United were you know had the best rate of touches to penalties, and then we were close, close close-ish in second. And then yeah. everyone was, saying, you know, this was obviously a fan trying to show that there is an agenda and favoritism towards Man United, and everyone was like, "Yeah, the the footballing gods love Man United and Crystal Palace." Palace, <laughs> <laughs> Palace. Yeah. It's
2: clearly yeah. worked, didn't it?
1: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so we've we've obviously got them at a bad time. Um, mm. Mm, yeah, Hesketh. Yeah are you worried and do you see it as another glorious
3: opportunity for five at the back? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, It is annoying that they have gone from absolutely abysmal to actually quite good again. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it's very typical that, We've already had a, a, a tough start to the season. You know, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City is tough. And you're like, well, at least Man you are shit. So that doesn't really count. And now they're not shit anymore. So it, it becomes tough again. Um, I, I don't know if we're going to go five at the back at home. I don't know why that would make a difference, really. Because if if Fiera likes doing it against certain teams, then I guess he'd do it wherever. And I know we switched to five at the back against Brentford. But I don't know if he'll start it at home. Um, I wouldn't. I think we should just play our own game. I think if we play our own game and and are confident enough, then we'll cause them problems. So it'd be interesting to see. Um, It it wouldn't surprise me if he did, but I don't think he should. How about that? What do you guys reckon?
2: I don't think we'll go... Well, let's, let's, I don't think we'll go five at the back and I don't want us to see go five at the back. I think the big difference in Man United, apart from obviously Casemiro, who's you know now started to come into the team and Anthony, who's played one game. I think the big change at United has been, it's, it's more been about the sort of the work rate and the the pressing that they do and, and the harrying. You know, it was well splashed across the press that after the... Um, the Brentford dicking that they got, you know, Ten Hag made them run the whatever it was fifteen kilometres more that Brentford ran more than Man United. And it just it just feels like it's it's more of a sort of they've had a proverbial rocket up the arse and and you know listen, it's worked and they're getting results. But I still think they're I still think they're they're vulnerable. And, you know, I think us playing five at the back, you know, if, if, if we if we know they're going to play that same pressing game as you say Heskey for us having five at the back isn't really going to make that much of a difference you know we need we need we need outlets in the middle of the pitch and to get up the pitch so you know load, loading the back i th- don't think that's going to that's not going to see us sort of make any real gains in terms of actually trying to get something out of the game you know starting from a nil nil so no i think well, i think i'd like to see us go for at the back i'd probably like to see us maybe do a more sort of I mean, we essentially play five in the middle anyway with two people going up and and joining whoever's the striker. But, yeah, I I think we need the numbers in midfield rather than five at the back.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think um, Decore is the sort of player that allows you to do that as well because he can find those passes in between the lines. You saw when he really got to... Newcastle put loads of pressure pressure on us early in that game last weekend. But as soon as Decore started to get his foot on the ball and actually find those passes in between, they they had to rethink (laughs) their tactics and the way they were trying to, you know, commit loads of men in the press. And it's nice to have a player that can do that and we'll, we'll see how he does it under pressure from the United press. But, you know, that's what he's been brought in to do. It's what we've not really had in recent years. You know, obviously, Luca did it to an extent when he was in form, but, you know, the just come in and brought it to a whole new level. So, um, be, yeah, go on.
3: There is one thing. Uh, if Harry Maguire plays. Harry
1: Maguire. 4 0 um, Palace.
3: Then my opinion changes drastically. Mm. But I, I think he got dropped. Didn't he get dropped?
1: Yeah, I saw him coming on as a substitute, I feel. So I think he God. has.
2: yeah, it's Varane it's and the, the little fella. Mainly these days.
3: Yeah, so I I reckon with him in the team, way more of a chance, especially with his record against us, obviously. With him on the Mm. bench, less less of a chance.
1: Okay. Yeah, well obviously that record is outstanding and eerie, really, with (laughs) with Maguire and I think only beaten us twice in fifteen odd games or whatever it is. Um
2: Let's hope he starts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Indeed, um,
2: up front, preferably.
1: Yeah, well, that's where I'm moving to now. Up front, <laughs> we're we're still at this conundrum again, and I don't think Newcastle game helped us at all. Um, Edouard came on, replaced Mateta. Mateta had a, you know, was unlucky not to score. To be honest, really good save from Pope. And then you can say the same thing about edouard, really drilled it nice and low it was you know nine times out of ten. I think that goes in. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. save from Pope. I've seen people arguing on Twitter that it was straight at Pope not a goalkeeper saying that because as a goalkeeper, you know how difficult that is to save to get your leg out to brilliant brilliant stop and he's been an incredible signing for Newcastle, but yeah we're we're still we're still here who's who's did either of them? better their case in either of your eyes. I'll start with you, Albert.
2: Uh no, I think it's Odd's of Law. They both had like you say, they both had chances. Um, I think again, no one's no one's grabbed grabbed it. And I think we again I, I can imagine looking at the the two United centre halves, you know, it's been well documented that is it Martinez that's, you know he oh he's only four foot six, whatever he is, but you know he's still doing a job. So I think we have to you can make a case for either, you know, you put, you put Mateta in, who's obviously bigger and has got, you know, a better chance of, of, of bullying a centre-half, you know, he's not the only centre-half there, but, you know, if that's who's, if that's who's back there for United, then, you know, that's a potential weakness. Uh, Again, Edouard, do you say, you know, he can, we can play a little bit more intricately with him, you know, it's, 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 we're going to have this conversation every week because, I don't, like I say, I don't—I don't think I. Don't think I've, well, not every week because there's no game next week. But I, I, you know, I, I can't see either of them going on a rich vein of form. You know, none of them are going to—I don't think any of them are going to score. You know, four in five uh, games and 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 cement the place. So it's—I might have to get the dice out. It could be fucking toss of a coin job for uh, for this. Um, Heskiv, can you see any arguments for just
1: making it Ayu, Zaha Elise and putting Zaha through the middle or has he caused too much from the left this season to BC take him out of there?
3: I can see an argument for it. I think you look at the runs that he made and, and how well he did with little of the ball at Anfield. He's definitely able to do it and I think Ayu's had a very good start to the season. I know he's not the most popular person around but Thought he was very good again against Newcastle. Um and Elisa looked alright, and I think Elisa will build up and build up and get better and better the more he plays. So I can definitely see there's an argument for it. I'm not sure that's what he'll do. I think he'll he'll pick one of Mateta or Edouard. And I think looking at the Newcastle game, everything we'd said on the last week's podcast kind of came to came true where it's like Meteta's shot that was well saved was just him taking a swing at it, which is his you know, his his first thought is always just have a shot. And Edouard's shot was saved from a nice bit of intricate sort of technical play for him to get round a defender and then it was saved. Mm. So everything we were saying about how hard it is to pick because neither of them are the perfect player came came to bear again on Newcastle. So I'm, it'll be one of them two, I reckon. But if we do start with Wilf up front, I won't be too upset in this case because I think he's just ever more capable of playing that role when we need him to than he has been in, in previous years. Oh, God, we're in absolute danger of territory here of sounding like we know what we're talking about.
2: What about secret secret option C, starting Mateta up front, playing Edouard out wide and Zaha the other side?
1: No, you, you, with the way Zaha's been cutting in on his right and scoring, you don't want to take him off the left wing. And that is where Edouard's arguably had his best games for us, as we've discussed in the past. So I don't want Zaha on the right, especially not cutting the ball back to Edouard. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
2: enough. I didn't I didn't say I was up for it. I was just, you know, just...
1: <clears throat> well, the um, other option, of course, is um, sticking Jordan Aiyu in at eight um, as Vieira.
2: Don't be mad. That's never, ever, ever... <laughs> you f- how much you had, Jesus?
1: No, Patrick Vieira said this, mate. Not me. <laughs> Patrick Vieira <laughs> said, know. "Are you in at eight?
2: I mean, he's got the work rate. <laughs> are you sure he didn't say, "Are you, are you"? Like, and it's been a horrible mix-up.
1: I mean, if if we fill you trying to replace Conor Gallagher, we, we've got big problems,
2: <laughs> mate. I will dominate that centre circle. Don't you worry about it. <laughs>
1: For the opening fifteen seconds, before.
2: <laughs> everybody, everybody else do the running around. I'll just do the standing bit like punching, I'll do the standing round and pointing thing. Yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the best kick off you've ever seen. I'll take, a, I'll take a yellow card. Don't worry.
1: I'll, I'll take it back old school. I'll get someone close to me and pass it one yard to them instead of passing it back like they do nowadays.
2: I'm a one man McJedley. Oh wow! Vintage. You, gonna, you gonna grow the big beard? I am trying. Might have to borrow yours. And someone's <laughs> hair. If I could borrow someone else's hair, that'd be great. Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, Joe Ledley's went, didn't he? he? Had to get implants. So did he? Yeah.
2: Including the face, or, or was that like, just no? Not it, the get not up, a beard. Stick, stick 'em all in.
1: You don't. You don't tend to go bald in your beard just because you go bald on your head, right? You see well, lots um, of bald people with big beards. I'm looking yeah. at you right now. You've got a beard. Yep. Yeah. Sort of.
2: Yeah, I have. But did did Joe Ledley? That's the question we're asking.
0: <laughs> yes, he did.
2: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, he did. Right, predictions. Let's go.
3: Hesky, for what are you saying? 2-1 uh, Man you.
2: Albert? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say uh, a two-all, a two-two. Okay. And me and my wife can still be friends. Okay. I'm oh, going to say one about
1: that. I'm going to say one all, so you and your wife can still be friends. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. As so CPFC said, we don't beat them two games running. So yeah, unless of course Artemis takes off on Sunday and then it's five-nil.
2: Was he left back? <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's just signed for Forest.
2: Yeah, another <laughs> player that Roy loved. Sorry, he didn't love.
1: <laughs> um, I kid not. Forest signed another player today, didn't they? Serge Aurier. Oh,
2: fucking... free agent. Serge. Fucking shut.
1: Free agent Serge Aurier has joined, pending visa approval. Jesus Christ. So anyway, look, that's enough of us chatting on. We'll be back in a few weeks because obviously Brighton's been postponed and in it's international break. So um, keep your eyes on the socials and we'll be we'll be back in your ears. There will obviously be a match report after this game on the weekend, so look out for that and um, look out on Match of the Day 2 this weekend for the one and only DR Hernandez.
2: And any complaints, I- take please take them straight to Points of View. Do not tweet back of the nest. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and Robertson. Get this man off my screen. Okay, until next time, Palace fans. Up the Palace. Terence has but frozen.
2: Terence has frozen. But that's fine. I thought, I thought he was just. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'm he was so think... stunned. Yeah,
3: I, he was trying to think of a segue with Chicken Goujons, but it turns yeah. out he's just. Let's
2: give him. Let's give him another second. No, he has frozen. He has, he has frozen. frozen. It's the carrots. He's got carrot freeze. It's, yeah. <laughs> Turns out it you can serve it a little bit <coughs> too cold.
3: This is this is gonna be an absolute gold bit of the podcast and it's not gonna make the cut, is it?
2: No, do you know what will happen? This'll get put on the end, will not it? This will get put on the end. Oh, he's gone. Oh he's disappeared. He's, he's full on fucked off. Great. That's to uh, be honest, no more than he deserves <laughs> drinking that shite. <laughs> uh, well, well. It's just me that's and you that. mate. Is it- well, Which I'll is see. ironic because you were the one that wasn't supposed to be here. Wasn't Supposed here to be here, I know. Yeah, yeah. Here Funny I, how I it couldn't... all pans out. Where were you meant to be tonight? I was meant to be at a French rap concert. Ooh la and, la!
3: And it was cancelled probably because there was only going to be me and my mate.
2: Oh well, is it it got cancelled because of lack of. A... Oh,
3: I don't know. I, like my mate bought the tickets and he just said I've got an email so it's cancelled. So fair enough. I assume that's why. It was in a small venue. Yeah, not um, small enough. Apparently not.
0: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com